It's another day. I'm another John, and this is another note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, The Vision We Need. Our scripture reference today is Ezra, chapter 6, verses 1 through 16. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Then King Darius made a decree, and they searched the archives where the documents were stored in Babylon. But it was Ekbaktana, the capital in the province of Media, that a scroll was found on which this was written. A record. In the first year of his reign, King Cyrus issued a decree concerning the house of God at Jerusalem, that the house be rebuilt, the place where sacrifices are offered and burnt offerings are brought. Its height shall be 60 cubits, and its width 60 cubits, with three courses of hewn stones and one course of timber. Let the cost be paid from the royal treasury. Moreover, let the gold and silver vessels of the house of God, which Nebuchadnezzar took out of the temple in Jerusalem and brought to Babylon, be restored and brought back to the temple in Jerusalem, each to its place. You shall put them in the house of God. Now you, Tatana, governor of the province beyond the river, Shethar, Bazanai, and you, their associates, the envoys in the province beyond the river, keep away. Let the work on this house of God alone. Let the governor of the Jews and the elders of the Jews rebuild this house of God on its site. Moreover, I make a decree regarding what you shall do for these elders of the Jews for the rebuilding of this house of God. The cost is to be paid to these people, in full and without delay, from the royal revenue, the tribute of the province beyond the river. Whatever is needed, young bulls, rams, or sheep for burnt offerings to the God of heaven, wheat, salt, wine, or oil, as the priests in Jerusalem require, let that be given to them day by day, without fail, so that they may offer pleasing sacrifices to the God of heaven and pray for the life of the king and his children. Furthermore, I decree that if anyone alters this edict, a beam shall be pulled out of the house of the perpetrator, who then shall be impaled on it. The house shall be made a dunghill. May the God who has established his throne there overthrow any king or people that shall put forth a hand to alter this or to destroy this house of God in Jerusalem. I, Darius, make a decree. Let it be done with all diligence. Then, according to the word sent by King Darius, Tatana, the governor of the province beyond the river, Shethar, Bazanai, and their associates did with all diligence what King Darius had ordered. So the elders of the Jews built and prospered through the prophesying of the prophet Haggai and Zechariah, son of Edo. They finished their building by command of the God of Israel and by decree of Cyrus, Darius, and King Artaxerxes of Persia. And this house was finished on the third day of the month of Adar, in the sixth year of the reign of King Darius. 
the people of Israel, the priests and the Levites, and the rest of the returned exiles celebrated the dedication of this house of God with joy. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Where there is no vision statement, the people perish. That is, of course, a modern interpretation of Proverbs 29, 18. What was said initially was where there is no vision, the people perish. Our modern business oriented perspective confused us. For decades, the idea has been that the church needs better models of vision casting and implementation. So we crafted better vision and mission statements. It seemed like there was no end to what we were willing to learn from the corporate world. We hired staff members to get to work on fulfilling what we said we wanted to do. Unfortunately, we didn't account for a couple of things. First, the corporate model is always adapting itself. It's too focused on its bottom line to get stuck in logistical perpetuity. Ask anyone who has remained in any industry for an extended period of time. Things change fast in the business world. You could rightly pick out unwise elements of the bent towards such haste to change. What could be worse than changing too quickly? Well, what about being too slow to change? I should rephrase what I said earlier. The church didn't take on the corporate model of leadership and mission. Instead, the church took on a corporate model. The corporate model has changed several times throughout the decades. Most of our churches have accustomed themselves to a particular way we learned many moons ago. It's strange to me the way we latched on to that model, that mode of thinking. In my running tally, there's no competition. Robert and his rules are called upon far more than that of the Holy Spirit, astronomically far. And that leads me to my second point. We misread that proverb. Whoever wrote Proverbs 29:18 did not have in mind crafty taglines. The vision that Proverbs cites is that which God speaks. If we aren't comfortable hearing from God, how will we know where God wants to lead us? If we aren't learning to hear from God, where do you think we'll salvage a vision from? King Cyrus decreed that the people of God in exile could return to Jerusalem. God had commanded Cyrus to rebuild the temple in Jerusalem. This was a big deal. Exile was over. Worship in the temple would return. To be sure, there were royal edicts to observe as the temple was rebuilt. But in the process, there's a noteworthy line from Ezra 6. Verse 14 says, So the elders of the Jews built and prospered through the prophesying of the prophet Haggai and Zechariah, son of Edo. 
The prophets could have been giving building measurements. God was pretty particular when it came to the dimensions of the tabernacle, after all. I see the prophets' role another way. They weren't offering advancements in building techniques. They were offering vision. And that's what our churches have always needed. As we continue to weather the pandemic, we may need an extra dose of that vision. If we don't seek God's vision, what are our ministries going to be? What will be the point of our work? The proverb says that when we do not have vision from God, we perish. But just think of what can happen if we do seek God's vision. Stay blessed. Thanks for always supporting Another Note. This is our daily devotional. I'll keep writing and recording as long as you keep listening and we keep growing. If you ever find another note on iTunes or anywhere else podcasts are available, make sure to leave a review so others can join us. The easiest way to connect with me is online at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.